Shabbos Dav Kuf Yudzayin. Today's email comes to us from Ari Bloom from London, and he says he's going on a tremendous streak of not going to sleep without doing the daf. And in particularly, he loved daf Kuf Tesvav. After the shir, we had a Zoom schmooze with the whole Hebra, and it gave him a lot of chizuk. So, Chazak Vemat, Ari Bloom from London. We're discussing a sugya of Korban Pesach, which the Gemara brings a ride from our Mishnah. Machloikis, how much of the skin can you remove when you're removing the skin? According to Rabbi Shmuel ben Noish, Rabbi Yechim and Breika, you could only remove as much skin as is necessary to remove the Imurim, in other words, up until its chest. According to Chachamim, you can remove all the hide. The Gemara brings a ride to Chachamim from our Mishnah. Just like you're allowed to save a Sefer Torah from a fire, together with a case that's full of money, even though the owner has a side benefit that he's saving his money, so too, you're allowed to remove this hide, even though the owner has a side benefit, because you're doing it for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like in the Sefer Torah, saving the Sefer Torah for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This removing of the hide is not an Isser the Ereisa. It's not a real Malacha of removing hide, since he doesn't want the hide. Even though it's a Psikresha, it's inevitable, he's removing the hide. We're talking about a case where he's removing it in very small pieces. Mar says, don't say that there's an additional machloikas here of whether you're allowed to carry the hide together with the animal, because over here the hide and the animal are both isurim, whereas by the Sefer you have something that's mutter, and you're carrying something that's asur together with something that's mutter. Another halach is, when you save the Sefer with the case, that's because the case is right there. But to go grab a case from somewhere else that's full of money, that would be asur because you have time on the way as you're running to open up the case and get rid of all the money. The Mishnah brings a machlaikas, whether you could save the Sefer Torah to a mavoi mafulash, that's an open mavoi, that all the courtyards go in, but it's open on both ends of the mavoi, or whether it has to be a closed mavoi. Gemara explains that in Hilchas mavoi we have a three-way machlaikas. Bishami say in order to be matter to carry in a mavoi, you need a lechi and a kaira. You're going to see much more of this in Mesechus Erevin. A vertical beam or a horizontal beam, both. Basil say it's one or the other. And Rebelezer says you need two lechayim, two vertical beams at the entrance. So according to Rebelezer, that's only when you want to save, when you want to carry there, and we're going to have later in order to save food, you need a place that has two lechis. But to save a save a Torah, all you need is three walls, says the Gemara, that the Mavi is closed from the other side. So you have three walls in the Mavi and one lechi. And Bebeseir says, you don't even need one lechi. But we're not talking about, in the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda, that a person owns two houses on both sides of a Rishas Rabbim. And in Rabbi Yehuda holds that you could carry in the Rishas Rabbim if you make two lechis on both sides. Because if that's the case, then you could even save food to such a place. Says the new Mishnah, we're dealing with fires on Shabbos. What can you save and what not? So how much food can you save if you have a fire? Tanakama holds, you save enough for the upcoming meals on Shabbos. So if you're on Friday night, you have three upcoming meals, you save three meals per person. Rabbi Yossi says, even during the daytime, when you only have two meals left, or one meal shalashot is left, you always can save three meals per person. If you have an animal, you save enough food to give to the animal, to sustain the animal. Rav explains, since there is a concept of Adam Bola Mamayna, a person is very concerned about his money and will go crazy, he'll do crazy things to save his money. If we say, listen, it's food and you're allowed to carry food on Shabbos, he'll put out the fire. So we tell him, you're only allowed to save three meals and like this, he won't put out the fire. We have something similar. If somebody's 
barrel of wine breaks, and it's dripping wine, more than a drip, it's coming out hard, Tyson explained. You're allowed to put a, another clee on the ground to catch the wine. What you're not allowed to do is go get a, a second clee and catch it out of the ear or put the clee on the wall to catch what's coming down the wall. However, if a person has guests, then the halacha is you're allowed to catch it out of the ear and you're allowed to put it up against the wall. Again, this is the concept of Adam al-Mamaynay. We were concerned that he'll go get that clee to catch it out of the ear. The halacha is that if you have guests, you're allowed to save it. If you don't have guests, you're not allowed to save it because that's trickery. Rabbi Yossi says you're allowed to save it even if you don't have guests and you call the guests later. You're allowed to do trickery. Gemara says it's not similar to the case where it seems like you're allowed to do trickery. Machleg is whether you're allowed to do trickery or not. With Oisev is benoit, the halacha is you're not allowed to shecht a mother and her offspring on the same day. So if on Yantif, two animals, a mother and her offspring, fell into a pit, how many of them can you save? Hanukkah says... You save only one. You cannot do trickery and take one out and say, oh, I really would like the second one. It looks better and juicier. But the other man Omar says, you're allowed to. Yeshua says you're allowed to do trickery. You take one out and then you look at it and say, no, the other one is juicier and fatter. The reason why they're not similar to the cases of wine to animals, because animals perhaps are allowed to do trickery because it's terrible type. Or perhaps you cannot do trickery on animals because you could sustain the animal in the pit by giving it food over shops and just take it out afterwards. If you saved good bread, you're not allowed to go back and save the inferior bread. But if you saved the inferior bread, you're allowed to run back in and grab the good bread. You're allowed to save from Yom Kippur for the purpose of Shabbos, but not the reverse. You can't save from Shabbos for Matzah Yom Kippur to break the fast because you can find other food. And certainly not from Shabbos to Yontif, and not from this Shabbos for food to have for next Shabbos. If you forgot your bread on the walls of the oven, you're allowed to take out three meals worth and you call your friends and you tell them to take out as much as they need. Do not use the special paddle to take out the bread. Use a knife because as much as we can save, as much as you could change from the typical way of doing it, we try to do so. There's a special mitzvah to get up early on Friday to go shopping for the needs of Shabbos. And we know the halacha. You should cut Two breads, says the Gemara, the two Lecha Mishnah. Rav Kahana would hold both of them and only cut one. Reb Zeira would cut himself a giant piece of challah, enough to last him the whole meal. And the Gemara says it doesn't look like he's a fresser because everybody knows that he didn't eat that during the week. It was only Lakavit Shabbos Kodesh. And Rav Abin Ravasi would make a special bracha, the bracha of Hamaitzi, if they had challah for an Erev because they said once you're doing one mitzvah on the Erev, Let's do the second mitzvah of Lecha Mishnah on the same challah. Have a wonderful day.